When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What is good, people? Welcome to another episode of the Undiluted Football Show. If you don't know by now, my name is Tony Fokey, and we're going to get straight into it for this week's episode. Now, the Premier League season is done. What a season we've had, the 2021 season. Man City were already champions of a couple of days, um, a couple of games before, and they finally lifted up the trophy. But... um. The thing that stole the headlines, or will steal the headlines tomorrow for Man City, is not with them winning the Premier League. It's Sergio Aguero finally leaving, coming on as coming on and beating the record, the all-time Premier League record for um, goals for a single club. He beat, he matched Rooney's record and beat it, beating it today with 184 goals for Manchester City. So shout out to Aguero. Listen, as a Man United fan, I will tell you, Aguero is. An amazing striker. I'll tell you, one of the best we've ever seen in the Premier League. I think still has one of the best goal to games or goal to minutes ratio in the Premier League as well. And there's only certain players that, as a United fan growing up, I would play against and I'd fear them. And Aguero was definitely one of them. So he deserves his his statue and his plaudits. And a Man City legend he's going to go down for. Not just because for, for the goal when they won their first title in 2012, but just... The outrageous. He was an outrageous striker in the Premier League. Took the Premier League for banner. So big ups to Aguero. Big ups to City winning as well. Like congratulations. Until next time, City. But um, one of the shocks or one of the last things of today was going the top four race. Now, what a weird, what a weird way for the top four race to finish. So it finished Chelsea and Liverpool making the top four, and Leicester missing out once again. But um, we'll talk about Brendan Rodgers a bit later. But I feel like it's a testament to Liverpool that they've had a really rough season of the injuries, missing Van Dijk and everything. But to still come from all that and still make Champions League football, it's it's 
it's not the end of the world. They still made Champions League football and they'll be back next season. As long as they stay healthy, Liverpool will be fine. So big ups to Liverpool for, for, for doing that, I guess. Chelsea now, Chelsea literally scraped themselves into the top four. They lost today at Villa. And the only reason they got into the top four was because Leicester lost too. So it's it's a it's a weird one for Thomas Tuchel. We're, we're starting to see Chelsea just fall off a bit, and it's it's not great going into a Champions League final this coming uh, weekend. So we're not, we're not sure about Chelsea there. But listen, they made top four. That was a priority. They done what they needed to do, and now they've got they got a Champions League final to focus on the next day. So it's not the end of the world. Um, United one two one. United's kids played well. Anthony Lango got his um first United goal. And uh, Juan Mata scored a penalty as they beat, uh, I was going to say Nuno's, well, not Nuno's anymore, but Wolves 2-1 at Molyneux. And United beat, um, they matched their record. Well, they've got the record now of not losing not losing an away game in a season, which is pretty good in my opinion. I feel like that is something that regardless, I know coming second is not great and the, and the last team to do it were the Invincibles and obviously they won something. But for a team that's under progression, under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, that's a good feat to have. Like, Man United have not lost an away game since January 2020, which was Liverpool away. That's the last away game we lost. And that is, for a team that is starting to come up come up again and trying to be, and trying to challenge at the top, that's, that's a good feat to have. Now, what they need to do is sort out their home fixtures and stop losing at home, but they can figure that out eventually. But right now, having that away record, that shows that Oli Gunnar is building something at United. And the fact that the kids, the kids played well today and won and got a, not an easy, not an easy win in front of Wolves and their fans. So big up to Oli Gunnar Solskjaer for that. Um, also further on down the table, no European football for Arsenal, but I feel like that's what they wanted. Um, I've, I've spoken to a lot of Arsenal fans that they didn't want to play in the inaugural Euro, Euro, European Conference League. That's what it's now called. So um, it looks like Tottenham will go into the European Conference League as they beat uh, Leicester. And fair enough. I, I was saying to Tottenham fans, because Tottenham fans didn't want to go. I, I feel like no English club wanted to really get into this. Well, no big English club really wanted to get into this European Conference League. But as I said to, to Tottenham fans, it's a trophy. Beggars can't be choosers at the end of the day. Tottenham have won a trophy since 2008. And if they so, if they go win this European Conference League or whatever, it's it's a trophy. Like, you've got to take it as it is. Obviously, it's not ideal to keep playing Thursday nights, and it's not it's not even the Europa League. It's even worse than that. But a trophy is a trophy, in my opinion. And Tottenham will be going into that. Tottenham will be wearing the favourite, surely. So why not? Why not win a trophy? Create that winning mentality, Tottenham. But... Let's see. They're the first team from England to do it. So why not win the trophy and do it for England as well? It'll help us um, in the coefficients. But also, in regards to Tottenham, Harry Kane won um, the Golden Boot. Also got the most assists for this season as well. So some may say that is one of his best seasons. First person to um, get the most goals and most assists in the Premier League since the 93-94 season, which was none other than Mr Andrew Cole. Andy Cole was the last person to do it in the Premier League. What a baller! But um, you've got to you've got to big up Kane. The way he changed his game this season, dropping deep, having that link up with Son, and it's a shame that could have been his last game in a Tottenham shirt. Who knows? We'll see. 
a couple episodes down. We'll see, or after the Euros, or maybe before the Euros, but we shall see in regards to Harry Kane and what happens. But we can see that he's still, when fit, he's still an amazing player to match, especially in this day and age with the likes of your Grealishes, your Fernandez, your um, Kevin De Bruyne to top the assist record as a striker. You don't really get that too often nowadays. You don't really see strikers getting that many assists, but to top top it in the Premier League, that's 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 a baller right there. So we shall see where Harry Kane where Harry Kane goes and stuff like that. But um, Atleti Atleti win the the Liga, which is which is a good one because they were always bound to win the Liga because uh, Barcelona had an atrocious start to the season with Ronald Koeman, and then Real Madrid were just being the Real Madrid of late recently and not being not doing too well. But then it got to a free horse race because Atletico was slipping as well. But they got the job done in the end. Luis Suarez wins uh, an, another La Liga, but this time with Atleti, Joao Felix, Kieran Trippier, big up all them, man. And it's their first one since, I want to say, 13-14 season. It's their first one. So big up to Diego Simeone for um, winning La Liga. And you have to look at it. What does this mean for Barcelona and Real Madrid? Because I know Barcelona have still got... Um, Messi, they've still got to sort that Messi situation. Will Messi leave? Real Madrid as well. Zidane is set to leave. Varane might go to United. That's just some rumours there. But who knows? Who knows what's... I, those are two teams right now going through a massive rebuild. I feel like in regards to Ronald Koeman um, at Barcelona, I never thought it was a good fit. I didn't think Ronald Koeman was that... He didn't... Nothing... I know he was a baller in his day and age. And I know he was a baller for Barcelona. And I know this whole notion of... Um, hiring managers that used to play for your club helps now. That's what all the teams seem to be doing. But there's nothing that I've seen from Ronald Koeman where I feel like, oh, that's a good manager. At Everton, I didn't see it. Southampton, maybe, but I've seen Harsen Hootall and and um, Pochettino look good, good at Southampton. I feel like if you do a decent job at Southampton because they're Southampton, it makes you look better than you actually are. But that is just one of my Southampton, <laughs> I want to call it the Southampton effect. But there you go. I feel like Koeman's is nothing special. I know some of the people would want Koeman out. If I was a Barcelona fan, I'd probably want Koeman out. There's just, I don't see much happening. And Messi's Messi. If that team without Messi is doesn't look great. And one thing, Barcelona are a very good team. Barcelona should be a very good team. Like, Messi's Messi, right? But you should be a good team without Messi. And I don't see that. I look at that Barcelona team right now. They have decent players, but no one that I see Messi, you take Messi out of that team and it's like, okay, cool, you got Frankie. Then you've got... Um, do you know what I mean? It's not Xavi, Iniesta, Neymar, David Villa, all them players. So Barcelona are going through a massive rebuild. Whether they get Memphis, I know they're linked with Memphis. Uh, Ginny Wijnaldum might go. I know Ron Krimmer is trying to bring uh, the Dutch the, the Dutch influence back into Barcelona. If he does it, so be it. But uh, right now, I feel like Barcelona are going through a re- rebuild and they need to get the massive massive rebuild going and if it's under Koeman so be it let's see what happens in regards to Real Madrid Real Madrid are in the same situation as well they're in a rebuild but one thing Real Madrid have done is that they always sign these good youngsters your people like your Rodrigo's your Rainier's who's on loan at Dortmund but I think he's got another year on that loan so in regards to rebuild I feel like Real Madrid are gonna just they'll find they don't need to make transfers they barely made transfers last season but I feel like they need to get rid of some players people like Hazard is just dead weight at Real Madrid, unfortunately. And Bale might be coming back. Bale looks good. Bale's had a decent season in 20 Premier League games. He's scored 10 goals. 
So you can still tell that Bale was fine. Like once he's fully fit, he's fine. He's still playing football. He's still very good at football. So uh, coming back into um, with Real Madrid as well, they've got some players that are going to be in the Euros. They've got like Asensio, Benzema back into the French squad, which is which is good. Which I feel like it's just good for French football. Pissed for everyone else, but it's good for French football because that team, France is a very good team, very good national team, have players in under-21s that will get into loads of top national sides. And the fact that they won the World Cup, got to a um, Euros Cup final without Benzema, and now they've got that elite striker with Benzema, with the likes of Mbappe, Griezmann, Pogba, Kante. It's a wrap. Now, but the thing is, they're in a hard group. And Benzema kind of, Benzema's the could be that different that gets them through that hard group because they've got Portugal as well. And I actually have Portugal as one of the favourites to win. I feel like people don't realise that Portugal are a very good team. Got solid defence, got some match winners. Obviously, they've got Bruno Fernandes, the devil himself. They've got uh, Ruben Diaz, Joao Felix. They've got loads of players, Portugal, so don't be afraid. But then you've also got Germany as well, who have brought back Thomas Muller back into the side. I feel like people are trying to get these match winners into the Euros because sometimes you need experience as much as, much as these um, good young kids are good you've got to get experience so we'll see that's going to be a really really interesting group to watch but I feel like it's good for Benzema and for France as well like but Ben's France is a better team with Benzema than it is without like let the, the Giroud days be over please because I know they won a World Cup with Giroud but that's not it man do you know what I mean? Like, I know Deschamps is a bit of a bummy manager playing a Tweedy at left mid, but they still want to work out by doing it. So if you get the best players in, why not? Um, and I said, what's next for Barca and Real Madrid? It's just going to be a rebuild, really. I, I feel like they need to rebuild the fact that Atletico were practically in first for a very long time and nearly let it slip away, but still won at the end of the day. Might be a bit of a concern. I know Real Madrid is the first time they've been trophyless for a season since 09-10, so... Florentino Perez is going to go back to the drawing board, maybe sign some more players, or they—they they I feel like they don't even need to. They just need to get a new manager in if Zizou leaves and start again, and they'll be fine with Real Madrid. Um, Juve tonight still needs. I feel like they need a win and some other things to make top four. Now, it's been a weird one with Serie A because AC Milan were good, Inter Milan have been very good, and Juve under Pirlo has not been great. I know they won. Um, I think the Coppa Italia the other day, but still, it's, it's not a good season. And if they don't make Champions League football, I don't expect Ronaldo to be there next season. Like, Champions League and Ronaldo goes hands on hand. That's his trophy. He's a player with the most Champions League wins. Most Champions League wins, most Champions League titles. So, I really don't see... If Juve don't make Europe, Ronaldo goes, in my opinion. I don't know where he goes. I don't know who's going to get him. United fans are saying, oh, Roman Tardo back to... United, I won't say no, but I won't say yes. And I kind of would, I wouldn't want United, I wouldn't want him back at United in all honesty. But if he comes, I'm not going to be like, no, 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 because listen, he's still, although he's 35, he's still banging in goals for, um, for what's it called, for uh, Juve. Um, at the moment, I feel like. Leo, because I know uh, it's the last day of League I as well, carrying on with the European football. And I did say it, I've said it on my podcast, I've said it on this show, if Poch doesn't win League R, don't be surprised if he gets sacked. And right now, Leo are winning. I'm not sure what the PSG score against uh, Brest is at the moment, but I will check. Right now, oh, PSG are 1-0 up. 
So that's all right. But Leo are winning as well, and they need Leo to 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 lose. But big ups to Leo because I feel like that's a really good. I remember I was speaking to um, Tony Cascarino, who's played in France before, and he was saying Leo winning is a massive thing because Leo are not even the biggest. Well, no, I know Leo are a decent team now, but in like French football history, they're not even the biggest team in their whole city. So the fact that Leo can win right now is amazing. Right, oh look at that, they're winning 2 0. Jonathan David with a goal and Barack Yilmaz. And big up Barack Yilmaz, you know, because if people don't remember Barack Yilmaz when he was at um Galatasaray, he was a very good striker. I know he's like 36 now and he's 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 got it, he's got it right now. And you know, Leo has some good players, Bubakami's uh. Samari, who's getting linked with Leicester, I think is going to Leicester. Renato Sanchez, I remember you guys remember him, who won the Golden Boy a couple of years ago. And now, and Jonathan David as well, who's an upcoming French talent. So, big ups to Lille. They look like they're going to win it. They're 2-0 away to Anya's. They've got nothing to lose now. And I'll be... It's a massive failure for PSG because no Champions League, no League I is the bare minimum. I'm sorry, you have way too much money in that league to not be beating everyone. So PSG, if Poch doesn't win, well, no, it looks like Poch is not going to win Liga. So I think he goes. Does he go to Tottenham? Tottenham fans, I know, will happily take him back with open arms, but I don't know. I don't know, in all honesty. I really feel like PSG, I know Poch has played for PSG and he used to play for PSG, but PSG are cutthroat. They got rid of Tuchel and... Tuchel didn't even do that bad. He was, I know, like PSG had the greatest start of the season, but Tuchel wasn't even doing that bad. He literally got them to a Champions League final last season. He's literally in a Champions League final now, and they got rid of him just like that. Don't be surprised if they get rid of Poch just like that. So, honestly, don't know. But um, let's look forward to this upcoming week. <sighs> Europa League final, boys. In good dance. Villarreal versus Man United. Um, Solskjaer says Maguire will be fit. Well, he likes to reference Dumb and Dumber, the Jim Carrey meme of also oh, telling me there's a chance. Harry Maguire's not going to be fit. So it looks like um, it'll be Bailly. And I feel like it might be Twan Zabi. Only because uh, I know Bailly is the better defender, but, I f- but Lindelof plays on the right-hand side. This is just me thinking. Lindelof plays on the right-hand side of the defence and he's been playing... Twan Zabi on the left-hand side. And I know familiarity and all that. Maybe Bay still starts. But don't be surprised if you saw Twan Zabi. Twan Zabi actually played pretty well today. I still feel like he needs to um, be better on the ball. But he's he's a defender. We've seen that, that PSG away game where well, he played in a back three and he, was, and he was getting helped out. But he dealt with Mbappe. And that was a big game for him. So... This could, I know, this could be a big game for him. I feel like as a United fan, I expect us to win. Let's get this trophy, get it over and done with, and have a good summer. But now the Champions League final, I feel like that's obviously that's the big one. People were saying because Chelsea beat City twice in the semi-final and in the Premier League, but the way Chelsea have been looking recently, I'm not so sure. And City dealt with Everton today, so right now I'm jeering off to a City win. I don't want City to win. I wouldn't mind having City in the Super Cup. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. But I don't see Chelsea winning. I know Tuchel can can win a final and can be, and has City's number recently. But right now, I just don't see it. I, 
I said with Chelsea, they don't score enough. And today shows that once again, they create chances, but they don't score enough until they get that bad man striker. Timo Werner, I'm sorry, bro. Four goals in 40 games is not good enough. And two calls made them, well, yeah. Even though they've lost a couple of games recently, two calls still made them a hard team to beat, especially the big teams. It's, it's, it's hard to beat. Like Leicester won the FA Cup with a one to go. They're a hard team to beat. But there's been a hard team to beat and then they're scoring goals. And unfortunately, to win a football game, you need to score goals. So honestly, right now, I see Man City winning this. I don't want City to win as a United fan. I would rather Chelsea win. But I'm just looking at both teams right now and what I've seen. I honestly feel like City are going to win. Don't want them to, but it is where it is. If they do, let's just make sure United win and then we'll beat them in the Super Cup. That's how we got to see it. But um, we're going to wrap it up there. Hopefully... Uh, Leo win the league R, and then we can talk about that next week. Um, stuff a good week of football coming up. Obviously, as I mentioned, the, uh, the two finals coming up this week on Wednesday and Saturday. Tuesday, we've got the England squad announcement. We might be doing some content on that soon. So, uh, stay tuned to it. Let us know what you guys think. Leave some comments on any of the things I made. Like, share, subscribe. This has been another episode of the Undiluted Football Show. I've been your host, Tony FOK. Until next time, people. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.